start. Sooners of Oklahoma 12-0 and still looking for respect nationwide. is going on Sooner Nation. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Barry and Mac Show. As always, myself, Barry, personal trainer, sports performance coach out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and alongside me, former Sooner wide receiver, 2000 national champ, Mr. Damian Mackey. How are we doing today, D-Mac? I'm in my feelings, man. All my boys is in Norman, and I'm stuck in Dallas on business. So I'm going to miss the spring game and my feelings are hurt. Uh, but it's all good. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we got access to uh, technology and we're going to make this thing happen. There we go, man. I mean, good news. It's going to be on television. You'll be able to see it, uh, whether live or on the replay. Uh, but as DMAC said, a lot of Sooners going to be in Norman. The spring game is this Saturday. A lot of intrigue in this spring game, DMAC. Sooners coming off of their first losing season since 1998. There's uh, position battles up for grabs um, at pretty much kind of every spot, you know, um, outside of, you know, maybe a couple positions here and there, but it's going to be a battle. Anytime you have, anytime you have a losing season, and, and you know this probably, you know, better than I, that there is, competition for spots that that the battle starts in the spring it'll obviously wage in the summer with the work that the guys put in and then of course you talked about the importance of fall and and sort of what that means in that those first couple weeks but what do you want to see and what do you not want to see yeah a uh, couple of couple of positions i'm going to be paying close attention to o-line versus d-line uh, a lot of rumors going around. O line's been uh, having a successful spring and then pretty much dominating the defense on, in, in terms of running the ball. Uh, so I want to see how the internal D line looks. I want to see if I see with the, uh, you know, I'll we'll call it the untrained eye, right? Just for the fans, if the D end position looks like one where there's a notable, noticeable difference and just the ability to get pressure, the athleticism on the edge, containing, right? Containing in the run game. Uh, moving the quarterback off the spot. So, you know, just seeing if those guys can actually uh, create pressure. I think a lot of people are interested to see what the receiver position looks like. A lot of unknowns and or inexperienced and or injured guys who need to step up, take on that alpha role. Uh, and then, of course, how could you have a spring without checking out the new toys, right? I want to see PJ specifically. We're hearing all these rumors about Wagner. I want to see Jackson Arnold. Right. So uh, PB, Peyton Bowen, a lot, lot of a lot of new faces that are on campus early that have the potential to be game changers, starters. Right. So uh, that is that is those are the guys that and the position groups that I'm going to be paying close attention to. Again, I'm going to have to watch it on ESPN Plus because I'm not going to be able to be present and see a lot of my old teammates are going to be in town. Yeah, I mean, the, the spring game doesn't hold a, a ton of value. You know, as we know, we've seen quarterbacks who go on to win Heisman trophies who maybe don't have the best spring game. But, you know, for the fans, this is just what I would say, that there's still areas where you can watch and go, you know what, that that guy's a player, right? In, in terms of, like, closing speed to try and cover ground, in terms of the way the the running backs hit, hit the hole and, and, and what they have to do, 
a lot of it is very game-like at times. Um, it, it just can get relaxed, you know, sort of here and there. Um, one of the things I love is just kind of watching the receiver uh, defensive back battles. Uh, those are always pretty exciting in the spring because, you know, th- there's not a way to necessarily cover or run routes half speed. Uh, so, so those are things where if you're watching as a fan, you know, or whether in the stadium or, or watching from home, those are things where you can say, hey, that guy looks like a guy or man, look at what Wagner's doing or look at what Peyton Bowen's doing. Um, but is there any player where you want to see maybe has this guy you know, sort of put up or shut up? Has he developed? Has he done what he needed to do in the offseason to get where he needs to be in order for the defense to be better and for said player to see a little more playing time? Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm going to say one that probably doesn't. It's, it's unexpected. Now, I'm going to say Stutz, and here's why I say it. I, I firmly believe he's entrenched as a starter. But if we see Stutz playing at Mike, that tells us that Canick and Co. isn't ready yet for the bright lights, right? So I'm going to be watching where he is primarily. I'd be willing to bet he's probably going to play 50-50, Will and Mike, just, just because they have, you know, this is a time to let a lot of people audition. Uh, but I will be watching who his counterpart is a lot. It'd be interesting to see if they sign, play some Will. Or will they allow him to get as many reps as he can and get as much film as he can at the cheetah position? It'll be interesting to see if um, if Stutz stays at will and Desan stays at cheetah, right? Who's going to be Mike? Will it be Kanek? Will it be Kobe, right? Will it be some other person who maybe we don't know about who's shown up the second half of spring and is given an opportunity in spring game to see how they play in the brightest lights? And let me say this, B, and this is kind of tangential to the question. Don't get it twisted. Everyone kind of, uh, you know, they just kind of like laugh off spring. The coaches, this is not, this is not a game to them. For coaches, this is the closest thing to a game day environment they're going to have until fall, period. Mm-hmm. Right. As a fan, we can say, oh, you know, this walk on or third teamer shined and, you know, they're not going to be taken serious. Well, it, it's not that spring didn't help them. It's that. You know, the prototypical backer might be a four six guy and he still runs a four eight. So, you know what I'm saying? In the fall, that guy still doesn't fit the bill as the starter. The coach is still looking for a higher ceiling potential starter. And there's another opportunity. Or it could be that that person had a great spring and then they they flunked summer. They missed times. They missed workouts. They got on Smitty's bad side. So I think to the untrained eye, right, to the fans, what I'm seeing tweets about people saying, oh, don't take spring seriously. No, 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 no. The coaches take spring seriously. Let's not act like they don't. It's very, very clear that this is the biggest stage the team's going to have, the players are going to have until fall camp when those fall practices and fall fall scrimmages happen where they really ink and pin who the starters are going to be. So, you know, especially for two communities of people, number one, the guys going through their first spring. Some guy who who had a subpar spring season is going to have a phenomenal spring ball and it's just going to give them a little bit of edge coaches are going to say ah there's some hope that maybe right this is a player we can get to level up their standards but then there's the twos and threes the habitual two three you know we talk about guys who are in that zone who is a guy who can go from a non-traveler to a traveler who's a guy that could go from a three to maybe a one a Right. I mean, the one B, excuse me, there are potential, especially on a team void of talent. So I just want to make sure that, you know, we express I, I just see a lot of people 
who want to make this about their opinion, your opinions don't matter, right? Your opinion and what you think is not the reason for or against a player's success at this spring ball game. Spring is just one benchmark between now and fall. And there are examples of guys who started out by having a good spring and then positioned themselves, catapulted themselves into starring roles, starting roles, uh, you know, uh, big time backup roles that build the foundation of the program. So for the community who says this doesn't matter, Yes, the coaches are not like Dylan Gabriel doesn't need to throw 50 passes, right? Uh, 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 Guyton doesn't need to do 50 snaps, right? Stutz doesn't even need to have 50 snaps. It'll be interesting to see who's with him in tandem when he's in there. But to just say, oh, it's just a glorified scrimmage. That's for fans. By the way, it's flat out bullshit. Those coaches watch that film 10 times. Those coaches coach up the players on down distance play right? Mental, physical busts, all that stuff, all summer. It's 100%, 100% of resource they're going to, it's the best resource they have as to how well somebody will play in an environment where there's a real crowd and there's real momentum shifts, right? And the coaches are not standing right behind you or right in front of you. It's the only one they're going to have until fall. So although it's only one data point, it's the best, it's the best data point we're going to get uh until until fall and i want to make sure that like i wish the program would say oh yeah you know we're gonna suit up 100 guys and if it goes well it goes well and if it doesn't go well no that's not the way it works right <laughs> we don't want to waste one practice we don't want to waste one rep so these reps matter that might be the best sales pitch for a spring game that i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> that i'm not going to yeah, that that was phenomenal. If if anybody gets out there poo poo in the, the the spring, just turn on turn on a D Max monologue on a on on the value of spring, man. Well, before we get out of here, uh, okay, kind of a short little segment today. Your first spring at OU uh, was that, were you you weren't injured that that first spring, right? Or was that? My first spring at OU was my first time uh, approved to wear the, the helmet. And, and my first gotcha. spring was Bob's. Okay. Coach okay. Blake, we came all, Coach Blake got fired at the end of the season. I was cleared to, to put on pads and actually run a curl route uh, that following spring. Okay, gotcha. So the, the spring game was so different back then. What atmosphere-wise, how did you guys kind of feel about things? Because now, I mean, with uh, with early signing day and kind of the limited months, you know, spring games are valuable from a recruiting standpoint, which is why it is so important that that stadium get filled, that the atmosphere be as game-like as possible, because that might be the only time that that player is able to come to campus. Like, that is a legitimate possibility. But when you were there, it was a little bit different. What did you guys think of the atmosphere? Did you guys have expectations for what the stadium would, should look like? Uh, what, what, what were you guys thinking? You know, I don't even think fans paid to go to our spring game. If they did, it was $5 or a donation or something. The other distinct difference is when I was at OU Spring was people came and watched all of our scrimmages, right? When I was there, it was still the days of people came and watched every two a day, Barry, right? So the, the, the scrimmages we had in the stadium, we would have scrimmages on, on, the, on the practice fields, and obviously those were not for people to see, but all of our scrimmages, there would be people. And, and I would say we probably had 15 to 20,000 
maybe 25,000. The biggest spring game, I did 99, 2000, and 2001. All three of those springs, I was was healthy. Um, Here's the biggest difference. Our springs were physical as hell. Our spring games was like a game. Our spring game was tackled to the floor. It was, I mean, and it was, it was a half of one v one, you know. And then you sprinkle in some twos a little bit, and then Q four was was threes, right? So like now you're probably going to get twenty solid reps, maybe three or four possessions of the ones. You know what I'm saying? Just on a different deal. Now we had two fifteen minute quarters of one v one red, and it was one offense versus one defense. Was red was offense and white was why it was defense and, and we went at each other to the ground. It was, it was the only thing we couldn't do is cut on offense and no kill shots on defense. Everything else was like, if, if, if it's a fair shot, you run a curl and you turn a field and you ain't looking inside, somebody can blow, somebody can inside out you all day and twice on Sunday. And then of course on offense, we weren't allowed to cut any of our guys. That's it. That's interesting. It, it has changed so much. You know, somebody yeah. tweeted out the other sure. day, you know, why does a, you know, spring games aren't important and, and that then they were talking more from like a uh, just the the perspective of filling the stadium and well, why that's so valuable. But, man, you know, we, we've talked to recruits at, at 360 and one of the things that they say is how important the uh, the, the spring game is to uh, to to their recruitment. But uh, DMAC going to be a fun weekend, man. We're definitely uh, kind of sad that you won't be able to make it down, but should be an exciting atmosphere. Was there at the past two, uh, past two spring games, and, and both of them were pretty exciting. A little bit hot, too. People go, <laughs> uh, it's April. Not going to get sunburn in April. That is incorrect. Wear some sunscreen. <laughs> it's going to be warm. Man, you're on that uh, the opposite, the press box side. Man, you you're out there for too long, you know, watching the the kickers out there get warmed up. You be, better be careful because you will leave looking like a lobster. So, uh, fun stuff, man. Uh, any anything as we sign off here for the people? Stay healthy, be physical. Uh, hopefully, the guys get in, do what they're supposed to do, get on film, and get out of there. Let some of those pups get a chance to shine. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the portal looks like after spring ball. I'd be willing to bet there's three to five guys who are trying to see where they are on the pecking order, uh, you know, today or tomorrow, and then where they lie after the game. But that also means there's a couple opportunities for potential portals to come in. And so, you know, it'll be fun. It's going to be fun to see, uh, you know, obviously our just past conversation we were having with, uh, with O'Reg, summertime is coming. And summertime is where men are made straight up. Like it's a different game. It sounds to me like that still is the the, the pledging time where Schmitty really gets you in tow to prepare for fall camp and season. But man, we're getting close to football season. Barry, I mean, not that close. I can't. We still got the dog days of June and July. Those are going to kill us. But super football will be here sooner than we realized. Man, like really three solid months, and then we're gonna be really talking about it. We got May, May, June, and July, man. And then when once August hits, I, I basically well, once August hits, I consider us in the throes of a uh, football season being upon us. Uh, but the Barry and Max show is upon you all year round. We're gonna talk about anything and everything. Uh, make sure that you go follow us on all of the places that you listen to podcasts. Go follow us on Twitter at Barry and Mac SHW. Damien is at D underscore Mac 13. And you can find me at BYS Fitness at letter B W I S E Fitness. 
and go check out Sooners360.com. We also have a special treat today for you. DMAC mentioned it. Awesome, awesome discussion with uh, Sooner defensive back Reggie Pearson Jr. You guys are going to want to hang around and listen to that uh, right after this segment. But thank you all for tuning in today, and we will see you soon.